0: What's up, everyone? By now, you guys know that Ball is sponsoring us, and by that I mean the aerospace technology company. Nothing to do with Manscape—that's Rudo's thing. Um, they are the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer, and they've been leading global sustainability efforts for decades. They care so much about diversity and inclusion; they've been practicing it for years, while other major companies just talk about it as a workplace idealism. And if if you're looking for a job, guess what? They are hiring. They are such a great company to work for. We have a lot of people we know at DNVR who have family members or friends who work there and they really enjoy it. They are hiring in Golden, so you can check out hashtag work at ball online. And to apply for a position at their aluminum can plant, text Golden to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com and search for Golden. That's jobs.ball.com and search for Golden online or simply text GOLDEN to 77222. Let's start the show. Nobody out. Three and two on
1: Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsey
0: breaking through.
1: Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with guy. He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Dump two hands The Jokic. Save me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me take of the luck you won't see it for long. 2 run home-ride, Trevor Story.
2: Lock, it's on, touchdown, number two for Sutton. Got it, oh man, that's from way downtown, and the blue arrow is flying at Pepsi Center. Score! It's too good to be true.
0: Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery, our favorite beer and good seltzers, good company seltzers here at DNVR. I asked the guys last week what their favorite Breck brew or go-to Sunday Breck brew or seltzers were, and I didn't get Andre or Henry's response. So what is your go-to Breck brew? Is it that's, And you guys actually do it on the tailgate. So what are you hoping is in the bucket of Breck brews on Sunday during the tailgate?
2: Strawberry Sky. But we're talking Celsius, right?
0: Both, both. It could be either or.
2: I love what's that one? It's got the black cover and um the bubbles on it. That one hits juice drop. Juice drop hits <laughs> different in the morning. Juice drop <laughs> is where it is at. Also, berry Celsius always good. Pear Celsius in the morning, you know. It all depends on the vibe.
1: Why do I feel like Andre's answer is as long as it's not tequila, we're good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like, yeah, I mean, he he definitely prefers the Breck brews, but he just loses at a bunch of the games on the tailgate. So it's his own fault that he has to take the tequila. I will say that show is one of my favorite shows on the network. Last week, they had the Wheel of Punishment and Andre got to pour water on Henry's head. And that was very funny.
3: That cool. was awful. That took it, it <laughs> took more than the entire show to dry. I didn't dry out until we were in the parking lot of the Broncos stadium.
0: Oh, goodness. Well, Sundays are full of wreck brews. That's the way we like it. And of course, shows like the tailgate, but we do have abs and nuggets coming up. So we'll see. Sundays might have more, more sports than just football on. It'll be exciting today. Obviously, I have Nathan Rudolph, Henry Chisholm and Andre Simone here on the show. I'm your host, Ali Monroy, as always. And we are going to talk about some Broncos, Buffs, Football, but we don't want to be too sad. So Buffs basketball too. And then some hockey because the Avs start their season on next week on Wednesday. So before we record Mm -hmm. another episode of this podcast, they will have had their first game, which is so freaking exciting. I can't wait for Avs hockey. Even watching preseason hockey with Ruto and AJ at the bar was exciting. Highly recommend doing it. Come down to the bar. They have a game on Saturday. And today, but Rudo, can we watch that game?
1: Uh probably not.
0: There there's, you go.
1: So there's a chance you'll be able to watch this one on uh, on Thursday. No way you get to watch it on Saturday. But oh really? Yeah.
2: Oh Saturday okay. at the bar though. Fight night. So yeah, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah. yeah
0: so yeah. that's gonna be exciting. Well, but that's what we're gonna be talking about today. So we're gonna jump into some bold predictions. Unless Rudo, you're about to say something.
1: No, I was, I was just going to say, we'll be doing our live post-game show because AJ and I are both going to the game. So we'll get to see Saturday's game. But definitely we'll be a distracted post-game with Fury Wilder up in the background. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the, I guess the, the Avs game starts at 5. That fight, that card won't happen until like nine ten
1: so we'll it'll be a short later. one we'll wrap it up quick <laughs>
0: <laughs> the bar will be popping highly yeah. recommend going down for that but all right we are going to start off with some bold predictions like i said we're going to be previewing the abs a little bit and then we're going to talk about the broncos and buffs as where they stand today october 7th uh broncos are three and one on the year buffs have won one game okay move on um rudo let's talk let's start off with you what is a bold prediction you have for the abs this season uh
1: the team as a whole or can i pick any player
0: let's do both let's do both
1: all right the team as a whole i mean it's it's hard to like actually give a legitimate bold prediction for the abs because i think they're so talented and, and good this year and expectations <laughs> are sky high so yeah um I think they will be the only team in the Central Division that finishes with over 100 points. Uh, okay. I, I can't commit to them winning uh, another President's Trophy, just because I think Vegas's division is a joke. No one wants it. But I do think the ABS will be the best team in their division by a significant margin. I It, it won't be like them getting pushed by anyone too hard I think they'll kind of run away with the central this year which will be fun as yeah they can you know don't have to crunch time it all the way down the stretch like they've had for three years running now
0: so the divisions have kind of like cleared up this year right because I know fans who might not follow the NHL very closely were very confused last year by all of the different Honda division all that good stuff Yes. So it's, it's more clear now as back to what's to, going
1: on. If you watch hockey before last season, it's back to the how the divisions were before that, except for Arizona's in the central now. Shout out the PHNX guys. Looking forward to watching the Avs beat down Arizona quite a bit. But oh, yeah.
0: yeah, we're going to run out of shots again at the bar. Probably shot glasses. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's it's different now, right? We have the, the wheel of fortune or whatever we're calling it.
0: Yes, that so. is true. Of Darkness no wheel of darkness is only for you guys the rest of it is like wheel of destiny (laughs) there you go
1: Wheel of destiny there's good clarity put miko over three shots on that thing every night and yeah we'll be giving away a lot of shots (laughs) but you've got some fun matchups in the central obviously you've got the wild
2: blackhawks the jets uh the predators and the blues and stars on top of the aforementioned kyle so uh it's kind of back to normal, back to regular vibes. And you're right. You're right, Rudo. They should run away
1: with that shit. Well, and I mean, let's be real, the Avs are the team with the target on their back now. So yeah. all of those teams you're gonna have a little chip on their shoulder when when they play the Avs. It's gonna be a, a season of a lot of uh I don't know which word to use without uh saying something I probably shouldn't, but it's it's gonna be a year where nobody's gonna bring their their B game for the Abs. They're going to give them everything every single night. So,
0: well, speaking of that, so the Abs take on the Blackhawks for the first game of uh, the year. How are you feeling about that game? How are you feeling about the Blackhawks as a whole, as like another rival, eh, rival, and quotation marks in that division?
1: The Blackhawks are a significantly improved team this year. Uh, okay. they're they should, for real, compete for a playoff spot. I, oh, okay. I do believe that with Flurry in net yeah. Fleury, and Taves yeah. back on the forward side for them. And obviously Seth Jones is their big defensive acquisition. That's a real hockey team. Uh, luckily, the abs historically have always played Chicago very, very well. They play into the abs high tempo style quite well. So on opening night, especially those first couple of weeks of the season where goalies and defenses haven't quite figured their stuff out yet. Uh, I'll put it this way. Take the over on opening night. <laughs>
0: Good to know. Good to know. Okay. What is your bold prediction for a specific player or give me a few players.
1: All right. So my two bold predictions this year, are both goal scorers, Miko Rantanen, Andre Burakovsky. I think Miko wins the rocket that dude scoring 50 goals this year. I think he's going absolutely off. And
0: I placed bets on DraftKings Sportsbook that he was going to win it next year. What's making you or last, last year. year. What's making you think that it's changed this year? To convince me why i should bet on that again
1: all right you understand how large of a human being miko is right
0: the big moose of course
1: he looks even bigger and more ripped this year um Whoa. i know it's it's hard to believe but he's only just entering his prime now he turned he turns 25 in october
0: He's so, younger than me. That's weird, yeah. Henry. He's like your age. Look, think yeah. of the difference.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's pretty crazy.
2: You're still a baby moose, and he's reached full maturity. His, <laughs> his antlers wouldn't fit in my study right now. Um,
1: <laughs> top goal scorer, you say? Yeah, I believe he will be the top goal scorer in the NHL if we're going for hot takes here. Plus okay. eighteen hundred seventh
2: shortest odds on the DraftKings Sportsbook app behind, you know, the usual suspects. The Matthews,
1: McDavid's of the world, sure. Exactly.
2: Actually, he's tied with Kucherov as six shortest odds uh, behind only Matthews, Drysdale. That always gives me trouble. Connor McDavid, Pasternak, and Ovechkin.
1: Yeah, and I think Kucherov is a a great comparison for... Mm -hmm. Miko ceiling. I, I truly believe somewhere in there is a best player in the league for, you know, a year's time. Yeah. Type of performance out of him. So.
0: And I mean, when you have Nathan McKinnon and Gabe Landiscock on your line, yeah, like. It doesn't it's... hurt. Exactly. <laughs> doesn't
1: hurt when every team doubles Nathan McKinnon and you're Rantanen. ranting and be like, hey, just give me the puck and open ice and I'll take care of it. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, that's my other bold prediction too. Going down a line. I think Andre Burakovsky is a 30-goal scorer. Uh, He obviously has the shot to do it, but you're in a situation now where he has to be more of the man on that second line. Yes, you still have Nazem Kadri. That's a guy who's going to kind of be walking on eggshells all year, right, after the suspension he had last season. And then that second line left wing spot is kind of going to be a mystery. Expect a rotating cast of players to go through there. So they're going to look to Burakovsky to – Carry the load on that second line, and he's either going to establish himself as a premier player in the league or not. But I'm betting on premier.
0: I mean, he's definitely proven that he's headed in that direction after being with the Caps and the two years with the Avs. He he's just improved significantly. Like his goal scoring, his assist, all of it has just been so much better. So I would take I would take that bet on Burry Burkey. Furry. let's not make that a new nickname and don't turn that into a manscape breed um Berkey I, I would believe i think we have that. something
1: there. Look, if you're trying no. to no, no, <laughs> don't, no. right. Right. don't right. do it Don't bury your... No! (laughs) Uh, You want to bury at a rate like Berkey buries gold, right? Yes,
2: Allie. (laughs) As long as Eric doesn't get a hold
0: of that and makes a fake shirt, please no. Don't do it, guys. We we got the Denim Daddies going last season. We do not need another one. (laughs) Uh, What do you guys think? Henry, you are a... You have a bunch of tickets for the games this year. Oh, I yeah. wouldn't say season ticket holder, would you say? Yep,
3: that's what it like is. Season ticket that's holder. Me. Yep. So
0: how do you feel as a fan going into this season?
3: I mean, I feel great. Like, I it's tough to, to call this a bold prediction because it's just, like, what should happen. But I think the Avs are going to win the cup. Like, that's kind of where I'm at, is you just look at the team. It's like, sure, they lost Sod and whoever else. But they upgraded the goalie, and that's kind of been the complaint Phillip for the last Bauer, couple of nothing. years. I'm fired up about having Darcy Kemper here, and that to me is kind of the final piece where this team, it's, in my mind, should win. Like, it's, if it's, you know, hockey, weird things happen, and the puck bounces weird. But I'm, I, I'm fired up.
1: It's, it's kind of terrifying, right? Because you say all my bold predictions. I think the Avs should win the cup, and my first thought is, oh, that's not that bold.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And it's like, where do you go from there? Like, I don't know. I, <laughs> what's higher than that in the NHL? How much more bold can you get? So like Sweep
3: their way through the playoffs. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah.
0: I will say, though, I feel like a, a good amount of the fan base is a little nervous about that high of expectations. Because last season, hurt last season that last that series against Vegas those last few like those beginning games of that series, like people are like man if they don't get it done this year like they didn't get it done last year with the team that they had I think people are nervous about that high expectation and I think that some of some losses that happen in hockey fans are gonna go in one direction or the other and it's gonna be intense and I think that isn't a bold take because this team can do it. But I think people are cautious about yeah, it. And they
1: that. should be. They absolutely should be. Look, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the regular season is a pretty foregone conclusion unless yes. catastrophic injury or something happens. This team going to make the playoffs, barring that. So uh, that's not that big of a deal. But this team has been eliminated in the second round three straight years. There's. Uh, yeah there's a little bit of a mental block there at least right whether whether how much of that is real or not whatever but
2: mm-hmm.
1: if this team doesn't get out of the second round again yeah where do you go from here that, uh, that question becomes really hard to answer so for sure
3: at the same time though i'm not going to be sitting here thinking about the second round for the next eight months you know of course, whatever of that course is of course. that that comes in april or may or whatever and if you're going to be spending your time every time they give up a goal thinking, oh no, here it comes again. We're four <laughs> months away from a collapse. What are you doing? Yeah, don't what are you doing? Like
2: that. It was <laughs> also a whack work. second round. Like that would have been the yeah, Western yeah. Conference final. Yeah, um, that's true. In any other year. It's just how mm-hmm. the playoffs were set up.
3: And the year before they didn't have half their team.
2: <laughs> and like, look, at the end of the day, welcome to being a cup contender. Tampa yep. Bay president, Cup, you know they they look like they're ready to do it. Boom, they flop round one. Everyone's kind of writing them off, and then they win back to back cups. I remember the Caps with Ovechkin; they were way written off. That was like three years past what people thought there was their window. They finally pull through. There's no more exciting, but there's no harder, uh, you know, championship to win. Because, I mean, in a seven-game series in the NHL, anything can happen. Absolutely 100%. anything. So it's hard. Welcome to being a contender. And I think why these are somewhat bold predictions is this is a different Avs team. They can't rely on the just unheard-of, otherworldly depth they had last year especially, but even the year prior. Now you're really having to count – on on your big dogs to pull their weight day in, day out. And I mean, this is a team that to me has always been resilient the last three, four years. Uh, but that resiliency will be tested more than ever when inevitably they are faced with some of those big injuries to some of those big dogs. And how does the rest of the group, especially the young guys, kind of help uh, make up for that gap?
3: And my question yeah. for Rudo is like, with some of that depth gone, is there still a chance that they make a move during the season? Like, like, is there a world where at the trade deadline, they go and get somebody?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I, you know, it's impossible to predict a trade deadline before opening Mm -hmm. night. Right. But yeah, yeah, I fully expect the apps to be in every rumor mill possible for dudes available on deadline day. They will be doing things. I don't know what it ultimately ends up being, but something
0: will happen. And I mean, uh. I highly recommend checking out the Avs preview series videos that we are dropping on our DMVR YouTube channel um, every day. AJ and Ruto did such a good job. And I believe AJ said this, like, if the rookies pan out, like, we hope they will. This will be a, a an even better team than we can even imagine right now. Um, that is obviously dependent on how things go. But if it does head in that direction, with guys like Newhook and Byram stepping up in those roles and and getting that experience and working with guys like it like Kale, like a, that that will be insane for this team.
1: Yeah, it's. It's weird to think about the fact that this team might have another level to it, and Yeah. that's a Stanley Cup, is what it is, straight up, so...
0: That's so exciting. I think everyone is just ready for abs and nuggets. I mean, we don't have a nuggets guy on here because they're recording their uh, preview series right now that has started being dropped. Uh, Yesterday was the first video bull bull. Um, Those are really great too. just going in detail, especially if you're a fan who hasn't been keeping up with what was going on this off season, summer league and preseason training camp. It's a great way to just get catched up, caught up. Oh my God, I can't speak clearly. I need that Strava craft coffee, uh, caught up on the team before the start of the season. Their first game is in two weeks. So next week we'll go a little more in detail on them, but bones, my God, bones Highland is the hype. I watched him last night in their preseason game, and I produced the nuggets post game show. And Wow! Like I don't think I've I don't think the Avs guys have ever hyped someone up like they're hyping Bones up, and I'm kind of nervous because people are like, "Let him develop." Like who knows? Like who knows how he'll be when he's playing with the real guys. But um, someone to definitely look out for in that sense. Uh, all right, we are going to move on to the Broncos and the Buffs. Some bold predictions on them. But first, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. It is one of a kind, Rudo. We went into detail about how he's betting on ping pong. How are you doing? Are you doing better? Or are you doing worse? Uh, uh,
1: ping pong's more AJ's thing. I I stay away from that one, to be Who honest. What are you betting you. on? Darts. Oh, baby. darts.
0: I was like, what was it?
1: Darts. We got uh, a <laughs> little bit of cricket in there as well. Oh yeah, that's where it's at. All about it. Uh, yeah, I have fun with with betting on the most random stuff ever on it, and because like I. Went in, I made my account, it, I got the, uh, the week one bet, actually, where it was, you know, as long as Tampa Bay doesn't lose by more than anyone has ever lost sure. by ever in the NFL, you get, <laughs> like, triple your money or whatever, so I was like, sure. cool, I have a bunch of money to play around with, and I took that. Bet on whatever I wanted, got lucky, won a bunch of stuff, and and now I'm chilling, betting on darts. <laughs> so
0: Yeah, it's definitely nice to have like if you haven't signed up for DraftKings, there's a promo, don't forget to use promo code DMVR and you'll get a little boost in it makes it easier, especially if you're first starting out. If you're someone who has been interested in betting but hasn't like jumped the gun, having that cash that DraftKings gives you to kind of get some free bets going, putting it out, feeling it out, it's really helpful. Instead of like being like, oh my god, this is my own money. I'm just jumping into the. Oh my goodness, I just lost this. Or oh wow, I won it. It just gives you a little buffer before starting to like really bet on DraftKings Sportsbook. It's a lot of fun, and Rudo already gave you some bets for this. Uh, year or so for the outs Andre Henry what are you thinking for this weekend is there any uh, team or game when it comes to football that stands out to you to put some money on
3: I haven't even looked yet this is a good question for Uh Ray
2: I think tonight
3: Henry's more of a last
0: second type of guy
2: it's true it's true um honestly i'd like to explore more darts picks with rudo because i'm really learning you know mlb playoffs uh primetime nfl games those are traps those are absolute traps The the least eyes are on the game the better like henry i'd love some insights on some fcs bets uh where you only get the lines up on saturday that said tonight's sun uh thursday night I see as very high scoring. I like the Matthew Stafford and Russell Wilson props, especially Stafford, over 302 and a half passing.
3: That's going to be a good game. Uh, what's the line?
2: Extraordinary. Uh, Rams by two on the road. 12th man.
3: Yeah, we're, we're taking we're, Oh, that's going
2: to be such a good game. <laughs> I'm really
3: excited. I had no idea. I just assumed that it was going to be like two teams getting top 10 picks. Um, I'm going with the c I I don't. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. I can't take
0: this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, if you want to bet on that game tonight, uh, right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. So you're guaranteed Money, no matter what, you're guaranteed a hundred dollars in free bets if you bet just one dollar using that promo code DNBR. And like I said, if you're new to betting, this is a perfect time to get in um, because it allows you to kind of just mess around, sprinkle some, some units on different things, and see what you like to bet on, especially with uh abs preseason, nuggets preseason, bets, all that good stuff. Um, I will say, someone told Dev, superstar Dev, yesterday that they were betting their salary on Dev's pick and he was very uncomfortable. He was like, it's it's preseason. Please don't do this. Like, yep. what are you what's your job? Like, so don't get too carried away. But too. what?
3: The pick missed too, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. it did. I think you had the Warriors -5? <laughs> look,
1: look, I'm betting on <laughs> dark people. Dark I'm yes. betting on darts, and that's just don't true. bet on preseason sports. Like, just don't do it. <laughs> it's not. You don't. That's the one so thing I would fun. say. Bet there on something things, else. Yesterday,
3: <laughs> there were some. There were some bowl slander in that preview video. I'll say that five yeah. nuggets guys, and none of them is a bowl guy.
1: You a big bowl uh, guy? Yeah. I think?
3: Oh yeah. All
1: right.
0: I, I mean, you got to go watch it to hear their points. I think they made some good points on some of their concerns um, on Bowl Bowl. But we'll see. I mean, if he G League, you might see a different side of Bowl Bull, Bull. So, OK. Use that promo code DNVR must be 21 or Older Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook for details. And of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Now, I say every week, this is making you money. We also want to save you money. And ways to do that is using a bunch of our sponsors. But a new one that I highly recommend checking out is Mint Mobile. All of the Broncos guys have switched to this service and they really love it. It offers premier wireless service starting at just $15 a month there is no catch they are there's they're cutting the retail stores that's why there's no overhead costs and they get it down to that $15 my favorite thing is that you can still use your regular phone that you have so um if you just want to keep your phone if you've paid it off you can switch the SD card or the SIM card I keep doing that um cameras are just on my mind the sim card and you get to keep your same phone number too so you don't have to go through the hassle of texting people your new phone number and even memorizing a new phone number i haven't done that in since i was in High school, that sounds like a uh, large task. So you don't have to worry about any of that. And it's only $15 a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash dnvr, mintmobile.com slash dnvr, and cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month. Don't forget to do the slash dnvr part to get in on this offer.
1: Yes, I have a couple things. First of all, I actually used to work tangentially for T-Mobile in a call center. Nice. And... Literally, the way I got trained was the trainer came into the room, told all of us, I'm not telling you to lie to the customers, but I'm not not telling you that. Wow. So don't trust the big mobile companies <laughs> is all I'm saying. Um because there are all those
0: secret fees. Like, yeah. there's all these little things that you don't know about that you sign one thing and then you get your bill, and you're like, what? A service fee for that? Like,
1: Oops. yeah. None of that with Mint. My other question is I, I'm sure Andre could recite this by heart and, and don't actually say the number, but I'm curious if Allie and Hank remember their home phone number as a kid. Oh, I yeah. do. Okay. So you're not that young.
0: No remember have I remember, ha- I remember yeah. having to call Henry might be too young for this but having to call the house phone for your friends and being like hi Miss Rudolph can- Mrs. Rudolph <laughs> Rudolph can I talk to Ru- Rudo there <laughs> yeah. like being- and then being like yep I'll go get him like how are you doing sweetie and like having to have like a 10 minute conversation before getting to talk to your friends like I remember that stuff Henry did you have to do that or are you too oh, young yeah. for that
3: I'm like a year younger than you.
0: I'm 26. You're like 24.
3: I'll be 25 in three months.
0: So um, <laughs> that's look.
2: what I found amusing, though, that Allie hasn't memorized a number since high school. Which, again, like not all, all considered not that many years ago. It's not like 16 years ago, like yeah. it is. I will say
0: I didn't say I haven't. I haven't memorized. I have Ryan's phone number memorized. I now, because of having to purchase and do a bunch of things. And the the behind-the-scenes stuff, I have Brandon's number memorized, and I also have Saul in Phoenix, PHNX, phone number memorized. So if I'm ever in Phoenix and I need something and there's an emergency, I know I'll remember his number for sure. But for everyone, like, it's just, that's just an annoying hassle. Like, I did it because I had to repeatedly put the phone number in. Anyways, Mint Mobile, check it out. Like Rudo said, don't trust those big companies um, and just go for the smaller guy who's cutting out those costs and just being straight up with you. It's $15 a month. Month. Why can't I say words? A month. <laughs> All right. Let's start with the Broncos. They are 3-1 and one right now. First loss of the season was last week against the Ravens. Teddy Bridgewater left the game, got a concussion. It was chaos after that, obviously. Drew Lock came in. It didn't look very good. But people are still optimistic. Hopes are high. Dre, what is your bold prediction for the Broncos for the rest of the season?
2: It's okay. They'll, they'll make the playoffs. They're a playoff team. If they can wow. get healthy okay. and this the injury bug can swing back and every highest paid free agent and first or second round pick on the roster isn't yes. injured the entire season, um, the, I mean, the, this team can do it. Even that Ravens game, as concerning as it was, if you think, well, if they had their guards and, you know, maybe a little more Uh, quick twitch athletes like Judy or Hamler in the slot and uh, you know, like that and Teddy, the whole game, you could have really done something. They, they hung with them. I thought the defense played tough. It's just these damn injuries, but this year, I think they have the depth to withstand it to some extent. I hope they can go into Raiders week five and one, both teams because there's nothing better than the Broncos and Raiders, both being competitive and hating on the Raiders on Raiders week with a DMVR tailgate there as well. Um but no, I think 17 game schedule should be enough to get healthy and uh even though they're probably in the toughest division in all of football, this is a playoff team.
3: And that that Ravens game, the the problem was Alberto dropped a touchdown. Yeah. Like if he just catches that, that whole game is different. I mean, cuz then that whole second half, you're looking for one touchdown to take the lead. Um, and on top of that, you know, you look at the next possession, they hit Marquise Brown on their deep ball and it connects. And that to me was really the difference in the game. And they just couldn't claw their way back. It just, it was, it was, it was a lot closer game than I think people give it credit for. And, I think uh, yeah, people they're, they're don't play. give it
0: credit for because it felt so familiar to last year. That's what I just felt people oh, yeah. saying oh, yeah. is, Oh my God things were so good. We got these wins. It was exciting. And then boom, it was like being transported, transported back to last year. Yep. But Andre, you made a good point that made me think, of course, it felt like it was transported to back year. Back, oh my God. words <laughs> transported back to last year. There she is. They had all these injuries last year. They weren't yep. the team that they were supposed to be because they had so many injuries to key players and then you fast forward to this year and this specific week they have four starters out then teddy bridgewater gets hurt like on it's offense. it's on offense yeah alone offense, so right
2: that's not counting chubb and darby and uh josie jewel, josie jewel. I mean, it's been absolutely brutal but <laughs> yeah all like truly key starters on offense um so uh, but I think they can withstand some of this stuff and, uh, and get over it. I've been encouraged by the character of this team shown and kind of how they've rallied together. I think, I think this team, unlike other teams, there's a sense in that locker room that they're, they're better than, and than one regardless,
3: yeah, Regardless of the injuries, I mean, if, if you're expecting this team to put up 27 points, you're going to be disappointed. Like that's still not what this team is. It's gonna they, they're going to play like last year's team. It's a defensive team. They're not going to score a lot. It's just that the offense is now good enough to to put up more points yeah. than the other team. So just because it, it might not be playing the ball that the Chiefs play or the Seahawks yeah, play or right, the Cowboys right. play, who cares? Just go win the games.
0: I will say the fact that this is a little tidbit, but the fact that the Eagles put up 30 points on the chiefs, like, who, I don't think that, like, I think the Broncos can beat them. Like yeah, I really do because the Eagles, I can say this as an Eagles fan, they are not a good team right now. They're really struggling. I love Jalen hurts and I'm excited to see his future, but the fact that they did that to the chiefs, I thought that was going to go a whole different way. And so I think the Broncos really do have a chance in this division to, to step up and like Dre said, it's it's a hot take. It's a bold prediction, but seeing them in the playoffs, I see it.
3: Just got to go win that Raider game. That's the
0: big one.
1: I mean, that's, that's the interesting part too, right? All this talk about the Broncos first three games and how they played such easy teams, but so many teams on their schedule look surprisingly mortal.
0: Yeah, Definitely. So
1: absolutely.
2: And the Chargers, history tells us they will be hit by the injury bug any second. So, you know, what the Broncos are going through, these other teams in the division uh, will have to deal with because that's that's football for you. I mean, in 17 yeah. weeks, it's going to happen to everyone. So, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how, even just the next two weeks, Steelers, Raiders, is an important stretch. You can't be
3: scared be of the Chargers a- until they literally win the division. Like it's when they officially have the division one that you say, Oh, okay, fine, you're you're a part of this now.
0: We will be having a watch party at the bar this weekend on Sunday, right after the tailgate. The game starts at 11 bar will open at 10. So come down and hang out. Um, Dre, RK, Henry, a few other people will be there. Zach will be there. Um, It should be a great NFL Sunday. And then we will be having our tailgate at mile high for Raiders week. Like Dre said, Uh, definitely look out for getting tickets um, for that early and yeah, the, there's also the bus. It's been such a good time. And I think the more that these tailgates keep happening, the more fun that it's going to be and the more people are going to come. And it's just, it's really exciting to see Henry. What is your bold prediction for this Broncos team?
3: Oh, uh, Dre took mine. They're going to the playoffs. <laughs> I can't really say anything more than that because. I Do you have a know. bold prediction for like, a specific player? Um, I'll think about it. But but when it comes to playoffs, like the f- football is different than other sports where, anybody can win like it isn't like basketball where you know who's winning just about every matchup in the first round and you have good chance good sense of the second round all you gotta do is get in and if you get in then there's a chance it's rare that you have a team like the the tebow broncos are like yeah this this really just isn't gonna work out for them so i do think that they get in but i'm not willing to say any more than that um then in terms of a player uh von miller probably uh First-team All-Pro, is that bold? I don't even think that's bold at this point. I don't think um, that's um, Comeback bold. Player of the Year? I guess you worry about Dak a little bit, but, but again, yeah. I think that's Vaughn. I don't think I'm ready to go Defensive Player of the Year, but I'll say he's a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. I'm not sure if this is like the college awards where they release finalists, though. No.
2: <laughs> I will say this. Javante Williams will get, uh, will have a 1,000-yard season. He's on pace for just 800, even in a 17-game season. But I just see that ticking up and up, and he'll have yeah. a breakout game soon enough, and they'll just ride sure. him out. And I think by the end of the year, he'll be like a young star at running back. Yep.
3: Second half My of the last... year is when he's going to really take over.
0: My last question for you guys on the Broncos side of things is, how do you feel about Vic... Fangio so far. uh, Even on the DMR Broncos um, podcast, they've kind of started talking about what this team might look like um, without Vic Fangio as the head coach. So I want to hear your takes on how you're feeling about his performance coaching so far this year.
3: I mean, they're winning. And if they're winning, I'm not really going to complain. Are there things that you have back? Are there clock management things? Whatever, sure. But don't forget about this defense that he built. And as soon as he's gone, it's not like you you have a bad defense because there's a lot of talent there too. But it isn't what it is now. I mean, they were getting consistent stops and and they had a couple drives that, that they struggled against the Ravens. There are a couple big plays that they gave up, but they held Lamar Jackson to what, like 20, 23 points when the offense was just handing the ball back right away every time. Like Vic Fangio to me is still doing a, a great job just because of what he's been able to do with that defense.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's the that's why you brought him in, and that should be the biggest thing you grade him on. But you do worry that maybe, um, maybe everything's just a smidge too conservative, and that's kind of mm-hmm. what you get with an older, defensive minded head coach, and yeah. uh. If he can prove that he can win with that formula, it won't be for everyone. It won't be the most exciting. But you can win consistently with that formula. If he can't, though, I mean, he's going to be in trouble because those other areas of his game, um,
1: you know, leave something to be desired. No how how long is the leash? It, if we wake up in two weeks and the Broncos are three and three, is is the hot seat getting a little toasty? I mean, if yeah. he gets
3: to playoffs, he's safe. I think. Nine and eight, he's safe. Eight and nine, I'd probably even say is safe. At seven and ten is where you have a really hard conversation, and six wins, he's probably out. That's probably where yeah. I'm at.
2: Yeah, well, and it's so interesting because so much of this would hinge on new ownership. Like, mm, even if he true. was ten and seven, you know, a new owner might just want to freshen the whole place up. True. Uh So...
0: That is a good that is something I didn't think of how ownership w- will play a role with this team. It's just it, ownership I feel like is just such an easy thing if it's not in your face in the news um to be like oh oh yeah that's like going to be a big big step for this team to see what ends up happening besides just their their play on the field and their coaching. Um Jeff all right Bezos.
3: building Jeff Broncos Bezos. world out there. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be massive. He's going to blow 10 billion dollars. And I, again, without digging into Jeff Bezos himself, he is rich, and that is good for the Broncos,
1: and that's all I care about.
0: That Broncos is Henry's bold the take. First game on
1: the moon, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Now we're getting yes. bold. All right.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay, Henry, do you want to give a bold prediction on the Buffs football team right now, or yeah. should we give a bold prediction on basketball?
3: I mean, I or think honestly... The the basketball one is probably darker at this point. Just because like really. I mean yeah. They they have so many new guys. Like it's bold. Like they'll, because the prediction I can give is like they'll compete for an NCA tournament berth. Like I like I don't want to put my name on like they're going to the NCAA tournament at this point. And so that's like that's no fun. With the bus football, I can say they will beat Arizona. They okay. are going to get that's, a second win. That's a positive. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so they're, they're going to get a second win this season. They play Cal right after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it should be a winnable game, but th- I mean, they've lost three straight by at least 22 points. So the two, two and 10 is looking this team dead in the eyes right now with that Cal game kind of being the, the one where you get to three, unless, unless things change drastically and their quarterback starts literally throwing the ball. Is is the request at this point? Just get it out of your hand. Don't just stand there. I, just, pump I, I would the rather
0: him throw two to three to four interceptions as, sure. as just throw the ball. Just, just literally throw just the football. Figure it out, like loosen up. Like just yep. do something. Like we yeah. watched uh Steven Mo- we watched the Buffs USC game the other day with Steven Montez as a QB. And oh my god. The amount of I, I even gave hate or I even gave criticism on Steven Montez. And now I'm like, I would do anything for Steven Montez to be yep. back on this team and be that quarterback. Well, like, I had
3: friends down here from Montana for that USC game last weekend. And like I, I've been saying on the podcast for weeks, like you just need a quarterback who will literally throw the ball. It doesn't matter where it goes. but Like they, they're putting up negative rushing yards because of the yeah. sacks. Yeah, like you just literally throw the ball, and and to talk with them I mean, after the game, play calling continues say, to
0: be an issue Why as well. Throw the
3: ball, and it's like, yeah, I know, isn't it crazy? Like, have you ever seen it? And it's like, this is shocking that, that a quarterback could do this and not throw the ball. So yeah, it's a, it seems like a simple fix, start throwing the football, but uh, who right. knows? Who knows? I do is think the compar-
0: is the, Arizona. Is the comparison of this like Nathan McKinnon just not shooting? Like,
1: yeah but a little bit of a talent difference there maybe well
0: yeah of <laughs> course that, but, like too. it's still it's just like you, someone not doing what they're supposed going to, a to face do.
3: off and just not moving it's <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah you got it or like, like, the, that's ba- the ball like that's how bad that's how
2: insane it is yeah, yeah it's it's
3: pretty crazy it's pretty crazy and i mean even when he does throw the ball it's it's been i, I don't think he's made a throw on time all season And you feel bad because he's he's a freshman. He's just like a kid and he doesn't deserve this, but there's literally no other options at quarterback. And oh it's I think they also they
0: just they told him like, don't throw like they just got it in his head that he was so concerned about throwing an interception. You're like the last thing you want to do, that's just the last thing you want to do. And so now he you see how scared he is out there, and it's just Mm -hmm. like, man.
3: Yeah, and I I feel bad for him for for sure because
0: he is just a kid.
3: We were talking to Carl Durrell, the head coach, on Saturday after the game, and he was like, yeah, I mean, all week, he was having good practices. He was letting it fly. Like, it was throwing the ball around, and we got to the game, and it just wasn't happening. <laughs> like, he, I mean, he just wouldn't throw the ball. And there's been How- offensive line troubles and that stuff, too. It's not all on him, but – It's not all yeah, on him,
1: Yeah how important is the ability for a qb not necessarily to to complete passes but effectively throw balls away how many Dude, yards does it save by getting rid of footballs like i,
3: I mean against minnesota they finished with negative 19 rushing yards because because the sacks are counted they literally could not move the ball forward it it is crucial cuz you got to get that number into the positive um yeah uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's been a tough year.
0: The buffs the buffs are in a in a sad place. And you know what? The, see, but this is why fans, going back to our first conversation with the Avs, are a little cautious. Like I I am a fan of sports teams that have hurt me and even if they're on a win streak i am going to be prepared i'm not going to be like drowning in the sorrows but i am going to be a little bit more on the cautious side of being like well wait 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 wait." i'm not going to get all my hopes up on this because i have been hurt
1: no 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 you jump in feet first all right i'm ready to be hurt again yeah. Yes. Oh. yes, Allie, No.
0: I feel like if you say you're ready to be hurt again, you haven't been as hurt as badly as No. No. Not you. Ready. You have to hate
1: <laughs> yourself a little bit to be a sports fan, right? Because you oh. know better. You know better, but you do it anyway. Yes.
3: And again, with the Avs, like what's what are how are they going to hurt you? They they blow it in the first round of the playoffs. That's months and months and months away. It's not like the Buffs where it's like week one. You're like, oh, they didn't score in the first quarter against Northern Colorado. A little concerning. It's like seven (laughs) points in the next three games combined, or whatever. Two games, two and a half games. It's a different world.
1: Lean Lean into the pain.
0: Well, I get, maybe we'll make that a poll. Like, I feel like it just depends. I don't know. I'm just cautious. Um, Okay. Something that I wish that I could eat that you guys all get to enjoy. Is sexy pizza, and I just can't imagine. Everyone says it's so good, and I it's so sad because I'm sitting here like I'll eat the little pretzel twists that we have at the um, at the tailgates, but I can't eat that pizza. And there's so much, and it looks so great. And the Italian right here, Andre Simone, has given his full endorsement on sexy Ooh, pizza, which true. is wild because yeah. he is very strict on his very pizza. Strict.
2: Yes. Yeah, it's great, though. It's great. They do a great job. Nice and, I mean, it's just a great mix. They've got they've got those ovens. If you're ever around Sexy Pizza, you can smell it from, like, a block away. Toppings are phenomenal. They got the right ra- ra- ratio sauce to cheese, and uh, it's all delicious. You know, really, that, that nice crisp to it, good crust. Uh, they, they do a fine product. We're really lucky to have them at tailgates, frankly.
0: Plus, if you go to their actual locations, like Dre was saying, not only can you smell it before even walking in, but they have a lot of options. They have gluten-free. They do also have vegan options. Um, they have pasta, knots, dessert options, wings, salads. Uh, you can add whatever on the pizza. They've got different sizes, 12, 16, or 18-inch crusts. Um, and then you ha- they have four different locations in Denver, Cap Hill, Old South Pearl, jefferson park and park hill and then they're opening up a new location in colorado so stay tuned for that but if you can't go to one of their locations highly recommend coming to the DMVR tailgates and trying it there Everyone talks about how good it is. And it's also great before heading into the game to fill up on some of those carbs before you're drinking all your Breck brews and all your Breckenridge distillery shots and all that good stuff. Um, highly recommend checking them out there. A 13 year staple in the Denver community and they're as local as it gets. So go check out Sexy Pizza today. All right. We are going to quickly kind of talk about um, there's a lot of people who listen to these shows who don't know the teams as well the other teams they're buffs fans or they're abs fans or they're broncos fans who dabble in Avs fandom who dabble in buffs fandom and so we are going to go over a few questions and get some answers from rudo andre and henry let me oh i lost it okay the first superlative of sorts is best player all around heading into the season. Ruto, this is an easy one.
1: I mean, I could say El McCar, but it's Nathan McKinnon. Nathan <laughs> McKinnon is the superstar of the, not just the avalanche, but the NHL. I mean, the dude will win a heart trophy in his career, or maybe this year, which is the MVP for, for hockey. He's an absolute freak.
0: Who is the class clown, Ruto, of the Avs?
1: That's a good question. It, I I think it's probably at this point EJ, uh, wow. Eric Johnson, a guy who's had a, a very injury-riddled career here in Colorado, but he's back this year, he's healthy, and the dude is just he's always a hype show whenever he's out there he's always you know dunking on people pumping people up having a ton of fun so I'm gonna say EJ
0: you can go on the abs Twitter and just see a bunch of videos of EJ during the preseason and training camp just having fun with the guys and I feel like he really missed that um being injured last year so it's cool to see that this year um Dre who is the best player all around on the Broncos you would say
2: I think at this point, it's uh it's Justin Simmons. I really think he's just become so impactful in all phases of the game. Um, he's just become such a stud in like one on one coverage. Um, he's always been so solid in the run game, but now I think even more impactful, making more and more plays around the line of scrimmage. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think it's become Justin Simmons.
0: Henry, what do you think about the Broncos and the Avs? Well, I like we said the Avs is pretty easy, but what about the Broncos? Yeah.
2: Um,
3: I'd go Von Miller. I think he's still just so dominant that that if if you lose one piece of that defense and it's Von Miller, I think there's just such a big impact compared to the other positions. But Justin Simmons right up there.
0: What about class clown for the Broncos? KJ Hamler? I think that's a good, I think Shelby Harris is also a good one on that. Our our interview on DNVR and then some of those videos that the Broncos Twitter account posted um, asking the guys like the weirdest questions during the season, like is a hot dog, a sandwich and all that good stuff. Um, I think Shelby makes a case, but I agree. KJ Hamler is a, a trip. All right. Next one is life of the team. Rudo, who's the life of the Abs?
1: Uh, Miko, Miko. All right, there's only one guy on the Abs who comes into the locker room and yells, "Boys are hot." <laughs> okay, he's he's always bipping and bopping around. He's always got the energy. He's the life That's of the, the team. Guy. Sure. Yeah,
0: he's the big moose, of course. Um, okay, what about the Broncos, Andre and Henry?
2: I think it's become Teddy, man. Yep. Um You just the some of the things Vaughn and Justin Simmons have said about him. He is absolutely one thousand percent that guy.
3: It is definitely Teddy. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: What about the abs? Do you agree with Miko?
2: I mean, I just think of the excitement when Miko came back after the the brief, the contract holdout, yep. and just like what that meant to everyone. Popped um, off in game one. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, like he, he definitely—he just sets those vibes, man. You can just tell. Like every group has that guy, you know, that just kind of raises the energy for the whole yeah. crew. And uh, yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. All right, for this one for Broncos, it will be who has improved the most since the start of the season. What do you guys think?
2: Great question. Ah. Uh, Stearns. it should be Caden Stearns. Is a great one. It should be Josie Jewell if he didn't get injured because he was really smoking hot. Um, Just for some diversity, though, I'm going to say Draymond, who's just on fire. Draymond Jones, number 93 defensive. Yeah. I'll stick with Caden
3: Stearns. That's a good one. It's a really good one. Yeah. Safety, rookie. I mean, he's really good. He's really good. And he was somebody we kind of talked some crap about on that draft podcast back in the day. But, I mean, <laughs> the problem was that he didn't, he never tackled at Texas. And now they just... I mean, has he made a tackle? He just gets interceptions and sacks.
2: Yep, that's right. Who needs stupid tackles?
0: All he right, a- Rudo, for the Avs, who do you think will be the most improved this season from last year?
1: I mean, is, this feels like cheating, but I can... Just say Alex Newhook and <laughs> be done here. Just by the fact that he's going to be a, a full time NHLer, I think. Yeah, uh, you could you could make an argument for Byram too in the same vein, uh, but yeah, I, I think those guys are both going to prove themselves as everyday NHLers, and potentially one of them may even prove themselves to be a key piece to whatever the Avs end up doing this year. So.
0: Well, my next question was rookie who will most likely succeed. So would that be similar answer for you?
1: I'll, I'll, uh, I will switch my, I'll say new hook is the most likely to improve the most. I will say Byram is the most likely to succeed though, because Byram is already fully NHL ready that dude, there's not going to be a a growth curve with him this year. He's just going to drop in and be an NHLer.
0: What about for the Broncos? Who's a rookie that will, is most likely to succeed? Patrick Sertan? Is that the... Uh,
2: I mean, yeah. Javante Williams, you can't go wrong. Okay? I mean, yeah,
3: sense. yeah, exactly. It's a tough call. I'm going to go Javante. Okay. Just because I do think second half of the season, he's going to be the guy.
2: starting. I mean, Sertan. Started, Sertain, Sertan. <laughs> I got that right Sert- the first
0: Sertan. time.
3: Sertan. Sertan.
2: Sertan. Not that... <laughs> I'm known for mispronouncing names in any way. Um,
0: yeah, you and, were on a podcast was, recently.
2: Yeah, out of network. Um, <laughs> not, not great. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, season will end. he will be like a top 10 corner in the league. He's starting to get to that level. Already.
0: Okay, the last one for you is who is the most unique player on the team? Rudel, let's start with you. Ooh.
1: Ooh, that is a good question. Um, well, because you have lots of great choices,
2: really. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: like you take the cop-out answer and say Kemper because he's a goalie, right? Sure. No one else on the team can really do what he does. But I think the most unique player on the team is Kadri. Mm. Um He has the offensive flair and ability, but no one has the edge to their game. At least no one with high-end talent has the edge to their game that Kadri does. No one has I mean a couple of years ago we saw Kadri literally beat the suspension out of a human being with oh, his yeah. fists. So we haven't seen that from anybody else on the abs in a long long time. And and I think look the suspension situation with is hard with him. I'm not going to get into all the details cuz we're yeah. just kind of touching on surface stuff here but <laughs> If you want the that gritty style of hockey, Nazem Kadri is your guy.
0: Are you okay, Dre? <laughs> I'm
2: okay.
1: I'm okay.
2: You know, uh, just breathing and sucking down your own spit can be treacherous sometimes. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> okay. Um, all right. For the Broncos, who do you guys think is the most unique player on the team?
2: I'd go Von Miller. It's
0: I was going to Alaska do that, too. Man. You guys are very much on the same page today. Normally, <laughs> Sunday mornings, maybe it's the Breckenridge Distillery Vodka, maybe it's the Breck Brews. You guys don't like each other very much um, and like what? each other's opinions, what? I will say. Opinions.
3: opinions. Okay, opinion. very different. We
0: might <laughs> just, you we poured might water on agree. Henry and laughed your way through it.
2: What the? I did not laugh. Part of the game. Um, <laughs> it was merely the wheel of the darkness told me to do so. I had nothing. Uh, yeah, Vaughn's just the Elasto man. And he's still doing it at the highest level in his 30s. He's just incredible. Uh, yep. One of the more unique players, probably in Broncos history, frankly.
3: Yeah. Dude, it's just a, such a weird skill set. Being able yeah. to bend 90 degrees sideways and be freaky fast and stronger than somebody who has 60 pounds on him.
0: It's pretty wild. All right. Well, we will check back in with what we said right now, later on, maybe in the off season or postseason and see if those things stayed true throughout the year. It was a fun show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget to check out the bar. Fury and Wilder will be uh, on all the TVs. It's going to be a fun night Saturday. Then the Rams do play on Saturday as well. Buffs have a bye week. Broncos on Sunday, watch party, and just getting to watch the rest of NFL Sunday at the bar is always a good time. They have the best drink specials, and they also, as a member, you get a 22-ounce beer instead of the 16-ounce beer. We've got Breck Brews, good companies at the bar. Breck Distillery, you can try out the Alley Special if you're so inclined. Strava Craft Coffee and Breckenridge Espresso Vodka. Some say it's a little intense. You know what? Sometimes you need that on a Sunday morning after spending the night at the bar the night before. So definitely check all that out. And, of course, follow all of our written content, videos, and all that good stuff on dnvr.com And we will see you all next week.